Hello and welcome to Something Good with Yolanda Ahaji. I am a success strategist, woman of faith, and owner of She's Boss LLC, a company that specializes in personal consulting. I support women on their journey of personal growth, and I teach financial literacy. I'm here to coach you from broke to six-figure net worth and beyond. I want to thank you in advance for liking, sharing, and subscribing. Today's episode is going to be about friends and family. I realize that this is a sensitive topic. However, it needs, there is a lot that needs to be said. (laughs) So thank you for being here today. I have a question for you. Are your friends and family a threat to your finances? I mean, let's face it, we love our friends and family, but some of them are actually a hazard to our financial health. And we've got to set some boundaries. We've got to get clear on what it is that we need to do in order to set those boundaries, how to put them in place. And so I'm going to help you with that today. All right. Have you ever taken time to consider the impact that your family and friends have on your finances? I mean, do you find yourself lending out money just because you have it? But then later on, you see a pattern. You see where, you know, you're only being called when someone wants something. Does that sound familiar? Hmm. Or... Could it be a situation to where a certain person is always coming to you for big loans um, or, you know, whatever, I mean, whatever you consider to be big, you know, sizable amount, they're always coming to you for that as opposed to someone else. And you might be wondering, or you probably have thought about, you know, what is it about me other than the fact that they know I got the money, right? So... If this sounds familiar, keep listening. I've got some information for you, all right? Let's start out with the fact that you might need to have some tough conversations and use your wits, right, um, to stop what's happening because let's look at the bigger picture. The bigger picture is as you continue to be an asset by way of financing your friends and family, you are impacting your wealth, the health of your wealth. You're impacting your financial goals. If if it wasn't an issue, then, you know, you probably have stopped listening to my podcast at this point. But if you're still listening, you need this information. So let's get right into it. I want to caution you to be on the lookout for for these for let's let's talk about let's see how many people um seven seven different types of of people that we're going to talk about today all right so the first one does it sound familiar the struggling business man or businesswoman friend or family member that's full of great ideas um they seem to always approach you about, you know, some type of investment into their business. You know, the fact of the matter is having great ideas and executing on them are different 
skills. So I want to caution you to avoid investing your money. If you if you aren't likely to see any type of you know gain, if any type of traction, any type of progress, right? If they've come to you more than once, let's give them benefit of the doubt. Let's say twice. And it's always a business idea. At this point, come on, you know that you're being targeted and it's time to do something about it. So here's a solution. Simply let them know that you're not comfortable investing in a business that isn't, you know, it hasn't taken off. It has not, you know, it's just an idea. Let them know you're not comfortable doing that anymore and put a stop to it. All right, let's go to the second type of person, the partier. The partier barely needs an excuse to celebrate. (laughs) They clean out the closet. Yeah, girl, I need to go out and, you know, celebrate. You know, they, you know, went to work on time. No, I'm being, (laughs) I'm being sarcastic. But you know what I mean? The partier is just always a celebration. It's all about going out. But the the issue with this person is you get dragged along. Why? To pay the bill. Okay. Let's put it into it. Right. The solution is go to the celebration, but be clear on what you are paying for. And honestly, even, you know, set set some type of boundary on what you are spending your money on. Right. Go in with the plan. Go in with with saying, you know what, to yourself, I'm only going to spend fifty dollars at this event and don't go beyond that. Be upfront and clear that you're not paying the bill. Point blank, period. And before I go any further, know that these boundaries that you're going to put in place are a test of this relationship. Don't be afraid to set your boundaries and test this relationship, to test the, you know, strength of this relationship. I mean, what's the worst can happen? They get mad at you because you won't give them the money? whoop de doo Now you know the relationship is not as strong as you thought it was. Now you know where their head was at the whole time and that you were seen as the financier, the one that they can go to to get money. But in your mind, you're doing it from the heart, Right? And it kind of reminds me of a scripture. I'm not trying to get all churchy, but it does remind me of a scripture that says, you know, don't cast your pearls to the swine. And maybe I don't understand that scripture the right way. But what that means to me, okay, is that your goods aren't meant to just throw away. That's the simplest way I can put it in my mind, what I think about when I hear that scripture. And so that's what I want you to think about here is don't be scared to test these relationships. Maybe you were never supposed to be giving your goods away to this person. All right, let's move to the next one. The charity case. 
You know, this person is always collecting money for worthy causes. And it's not like we go behind these people and we're like, you know, did you really spend all that money on, you know, whatever it is you said you were going to do, you know, collecting money for, you know, endangered species, you know, to, to make sure, you know, zoos can, you know, keep up with the last two of its kind, you know, again, these are not real examples not trying to be sarcastic. I'm just trying to bring to light that we have these different examples of people in our lives. And this is the kind of stuff that they present us with. And good hearted people tend to just go with it. And we've got to put a stop to it. All right. So for the charity case, the solution is is simple. If you don't have the money for the cause, trade Instead of money, say, hey, you know, I can give my time. Is there a place I can show up and help volunteer? And if they're like, nah, it's all right. I just need your money. You know, I just needed the money to, again, you got your answer, right? You're testing the relationship. You're testing the boundary and it's okay. Doesn't mean that we're going to treat them any differently. It just means that we're going to put our boundaries in place and we are going to protect the wealth that we have you know pretty much you know done the work for right besides God's God blessing us with it all right so charity case hey can I show up and get my time because I'm I'm, you know the money is not an option you don't say you don't have to even say you don't have it right because if you have it you know maybe you don't feel comfortable with lying and saying you don't have it you know maybe you just flat out say you know, instead of money, can I get my time? You get you get what I'm trying to say, right? Okay, next, next. Number four is the fancy gift giver. So most of us most of us exchange, you know, presents, you know, during the holiday season or some type of um you know celebration, you know, somebody's birthday or something like that. But You know, this person wants you to go overboard and spend way too much money on them. It's almost like they expect you to buy them something that is expensive, you know, and by way of guilt, you feel forced to to do it. Or maybe they buy expensive gifts and so they expect you to buy them expensive gifts. They expect you to reciprocate, reciprocate. (laughs) So you know, listen, you don't, you ain't got to do nothing. Excuse my, my grammar. You ain't got to do nothing for nobody. Do it from your heart. If it's from your heart, that's what you want to do. Then that's what you do. Don't, you're a grown person. Don't make another grown person. Don't let another grown person make you, you know, or trick you into or manipulate into you into spending more than what's in your budget to spend. Again, you are impacting your own wealth, your own financial health. And that's what we need to put a stop to. Okay. So a solution for the fancy gift giver is, hey, you know, going forward for my birthday, you know, 
where I'm at is, look, you don't have to buy me expensive gifts, you know, from your heart, $100 or less, <laughs> you know, something like that. Or just be straight up and say, you know, I, I appreciate the expensive gifts, but where I'm headed and how my, what, what I'm doing for my financial future is something different. And so, you know, I'll be buying gifts that are from my heart and may not be, you know, up to, you know, your, your, what you consider to be what you're used to. Okay. All right. The next person is the encourager. So have you been torn between like the option of, of spending a lot of money on an item and keeping the money in, in your bank account? Um, the encourager, what they'll do is they always seem to talk you into buying that item you want, but you don't need. This is almost the worst type of person to listen to because if you're the type of person that you're here on this particular podcast to improve your financial health, this person is not going to help you on your journey. So love them, but set your limits. For this type of person, keep, you know, just just let them know, look, I appreciate that, but I'm going to go ahead and and do what I need to do in this situation. You know, of course, you don't have to repeat exactly what I'm saying, but y'all get what I mean, right? Set your boundaries. Set your boundaries, period. Two more. The next person is the wealthy friend. So this person, they never seem to have a budget. They got so much money. Um, you know, your budget might be movies and pizza, you know, pizza and a movie, whatever. But your wealthy friend, you know, they're looking at you like, ugh, pizza, <laughs> movie, uh-uh. We need to go to, um, you know, a wine bar. We need to go eat some sushi, you know, that runs $100 a pound. You know, I know it might be embarrassing to say no all the time, but listen, this is your financial future that we're talking about, right? And not to be dramatic, but I'm just saying, do you really want to be an older person that is looking back and saying, you know what? I should have set boundaries. I know they ain't going well. I shouldn't have been going out with so-and-so paying for a hundred dollar pound sushi when I could have put that money into my investment account and let that, let that amount, you know, build with compounding interest. You don't want to, you, you don't want to regret. You don't want to think about that. So let's, let's get this right. And last but not least is the moocher. This is my favorite example because I feel like most people can relate to having a moocher. This person come to your house, they eat out of your refrigerator. <laughs> they take food home. They take all your leftovers so you don't have any. They borrow your tools. They never bring them back. They want to borrow your car, run up all your, you know, use all your gas, bring your car back on E. And they always need $5 or $20. Let's do $20. They always need $20. I have the perfect solution for the moocher. And you might not like this. But it's a word that you need to get used to if you're still sticking around in this 
for this podcast. And that is capital N, lowercase o, and period. No. No, 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 no. You need your leftovers. Stop letting them take all your leftovers. Come on. You need your $20. Now, I'm not saying, you know, be cheap and all of this. I'm not saying that, y'all. I'm saying it's time for you to set boundaries. If you keep letting the moocher, the wealthy friend, you know, the um, encourager, the fancy gift giver, the charity case, the partier, the struggling businesswoman or or businessman, if you continue to allow them to come and dip into your pockets, dip into your bank account, you know, if you got one of these each in your life, that's seven people in your circle that's pretty much bleeding your bank account dry. Or it's keeping you in a cycle that you're trying to fix. So if you don't face your friends and family, I got news for you. You you know, it's it this is basically gonna be, you know, I know it's gonna be hard for you guys, you know, in some cases to say no, but this is gonna be a kind of make it or break it type thing. You know, we have got to set boundaries with our friends and family. We have to. It's it's so important that we do this and not just keep living life, you know, trying to fix everything else financially, but we ain't dealing with the friends and family situation. All right. So listen to this over and over again if you have to. <laughs> Because I need you to get a grip on this and I need you to set your, you know, you need you to set your boundaries with your friends and family and take that money. I want to challenge y'all. I want to challenge you to really evaluate your life over the past year. Um, And you can even go back to your cash app transactions, your, if you still use Western Union, your Zelle payments and all of that stuff. Go back and look at all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go back and look at that. Um, go back and think about the times you went out and you paid for everything. And I just want you to come up with a rough figure on what that is. Once you have that rough, fig- rough figure, whatever that is, imagine that you were you had that same amount of money. And crypto that earned you 15% a month. Or imagine that you had that money in the stock market in your 401k. And year over year, you're compounding interest. Now, I'm being very specific, but I'm being truthful. And let's, you know what? Let's just put investing aside. Let's say that you had this money. And you could actually apply it to your bills and pay your bills ahead. Or you could stash it away into a separate savings account for your emergency fund, which which is six months. Let's, I'm, I'm going to say it this way. If you're just starting out, you don't have an emergency fund and your goal is three months 
of your total expenses stashed away in account. But your goal is to to grow that to six months worth of expenses so that if anything were to happen to your business or your employer, you actually have six months worth of expenses already stashed away. So you do not immediately go to using credit. All right. That's a whole nother podcast, but I just had to throw that in there because I want you to see where you're, you're bleeding funds from with your friends and family could actually be put into other places to solidify your financial status and to, you know, improve your overall financial health and ultimately grow your net worth, net worth. I know I'm from the South and sometimes my T's and TH's and all that stuff, they kind of get left off. So anywho, all right, not going to be a dead horse, but you get the, you get, you get it. All right. Are your family and friends a threat to your finances? By now you should know your answer. (laughs) And guess what? By now you have your solutions because I just gave them to you. It's been my pleasure to share this information with you tonight. Don't forget to like and share. And now you can subscribe to my podcast. All right. Peace.